Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this very special Thanksgiving edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You know how you know this is the special Thanksgiving edition? How? Because there's a turkey. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> I thought it was because the house smells like pumpkin pie. It does, because you're multitasking. You are making a pie as we record the show. Pretty amazing, huh? You are. You're an amazing woman. All right. You ready to uh, get past my amazingness and start with the Disney Parks blog? Yes, ma'am. All right. Um, Disney Imagineering is bringing Zootopia to life at Shanghai Disney Resort. That's right. You know, over the next 10 years, Disney is going to be investing $60 billion in their parks. Wow. Uh, And a lot of that is going overseas. Not sure how much we're going to see being developed in Florida because of the, uh, you know, battles they've been having with Governor DeSantis there. Right. But they are moving fast forward uh, in a lot of these other parks. We know that in Hong Kong, they just opened up the new frozen uh, area on the 20th. And now they are preparing to open the new Zootopia section at Shanghai Disney Resort on December 20th. So just less than a month away. And uh, how are they doing that? Well, they have a new ultimate immersive experience in Zootopia. Ooh. Uh, it does look like Zootopia That's in amazing. the movies. Amazing. It's themed very nicely. Um, they are bringing Zootopia characters from the movie to real life. So we do get to see an Officer Klauhauser and a Chief Bogo. Uh, Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde are going to be there as well in animatronic form. And they, you know, as Cheryl said with the cityscape, you know, it does look amazing. Uh, and then they have a new trackless ride system for their new ride, Zootopia Hot Pursuit. Uh, so you're going to be sliding across the ice of Tundra, Traun- Tundra Town, flying off the track in Sahara Square, and you're also going to be plummeting from the canopies in the Rainforest District. So this ride uh, should be pretty cool, and I, dare I say groundbreaking. Ooh, wow. That's yeah. uh, that's quite a bold statement. So if you're headed over to Shanghai, you might want to check that out. I know a lot of our listeners do head to Shanghai on occasion. Sure. Yes. All of our eighty list of our eighty listeners, ten of them head off to Shanghai every uh, every few months. Yes, and to okay. those who are listening from Shanghai, ni hao. Very nice. We talked a little bit about the fact that Disney has opened its new cruise terminal in Fort Lauderdale, um, but there's some more details on the Disney Parks blog about what that is like. That's right. That cruise terminal did open this week, also on November twentieth. Um, and that is when the Disney Dream is going, well, began sailing from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Magic will be headed to Fort Lauderdale in May of 2024. So mm-hmm. it's going to serve multiple ships. Um, so you're going to have the opportunity to sail on a mix of three, four, and five night cruises to destinations in the Bahamas and the Caribbean from Disney's second year round cruise port. Uh, you're going to experience embarkation through the big blue world of Finding Nemo. So it's uh, very much themed like you're in the water right? Uh, with lots of colorful stuff around there. Um, you know, they say that the location to Walt Disney World is attractive. Fort Lauderdale to Walt Disney World, you're still talking about a three and a half, four hour ride. Maybe you take the uh, the, the new train, the, yeah. what the Brightline right. uh, Express, that's still three hours. To me, that's it's not a location where you're going to be going to Disney World as well. It doesn't make sense. No. Port Canaveral is right there. Um, we, I mean, you could, but it's a nice location to go out of when your Disney cruise vacation doesn't have to coincide with a, a Disney World vacation. Right. And we did that once. We did make that drive from Walt Disney World to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not but, terrible, but it's, it's not just a, a hop down the road. Right. 
Um, there are more chances to visit more Disney Island destinations because Disney will be visiting their new location, Disney Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point, which is their new location on the island of Eleuthera. Are that's, you looking forward to seeing that? Yeah, that's the thing that's going to get me on my next Disney cruise. Okay, and that will be in 2024. Okay. Uh, and then the last way uh, to celebrate the new cruise terminal is that Disney Cruise Line is, of course, giving back to the community. Uh, they hope to create a lasting positive impact on the communities in which they call uh, home. So they are um, giving to the Junior Achievement South Florida and Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward County, making a donation to each organization to support their initiatives and that include programs that inspire career exploration, innovation, and storytelling. So welcome to South Florida, Disney Cruise Line. Um, I guess that's the end of departures from Miami. Okay. Um, you know, we, we've gone out of Miami a couple times. They use the multi-purpose cruise terminal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, they do put the Disney touches in there like they do in New York when you cruise out of New York. They try. But it's not permanent. This no. is a new permanent home for them. Fort Lauderdale is just better to cruise out of, in my opinion, anyway. Um, mm -hmm. The flights for us, anyway, coming from Connecticut, the flights are significantly less expensive going to Fort Lauderdale than into Miami. And we always stay at least one night before the cruise just to not have to worry about possibly missing the cruise due to flight right. delays. Um, and the lodging is much less expensive in Fort Lauderdale than it is in Miami. It is. Um, so, and I'd rather, if you're going on a family cruise, you're probably the type of family or person that is going to enjoy the atmosphere of Fort Lauderdale versus the nightlife and atmosphere of Miami. Right. Unless, of course, you're a couple of adults who are sailing on Virgin, which does depart from Miami. In that case, you might enjoy the nightlife and... Yeah. Social scene there a little more. I thought we were talking about the new terminal for Disney. Oh, we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you confused me a little there. I confused myself. Okay. That finishes up news with the Disney Parks blog, so let's head on over to Disneyland. They finally brought the last of the trains back on the tracks in Disneyland. Well, actually, they are now putting three trains on the track. Is at there Disneyland. more than they have run with four trains on the track? Oh, before. I thought this was the end of it. No, no. Okay. Uh, but this is the first time in more than ten months that they are running this many trains. Uh, there was a fire at the New Orleans Square train station uh, back in April. Mm -hmm. What was ten months ago? Yeah, March, April, and uh, since then they had been running with a limited number of trains. So uh, congratulations, Disney Transportation, moving stuff along uh, again with three trains. Very good. And do you know why so many trains is important? Um, so that people don't have to wait a long time? Well, yeah, that's right. Without, with only two trains running, the wait time between trains is 10 minutes. With three trains running, the wait is about seven minutes. When they have all four trains running, which they have not yet done, but I'm sure it will be back at some point, there is only a four to five minute wait between trains. Nice. I yeah. wish it was like that at Disney World. Right. You wait a lot longer. Some more theming has been added to the Jungle Cru Cruise construction walls, um, but Squirt the Elephant is now missing. That's right. Earlier this month, it was reported that the Jungle Cruise Shrine was under construction. They have added walls resembling old wooden fencing, uh, blocking the shrine from the view. Uh, but that still allows the tiger to remain visible. So they've added a little bit of theming to it the outside good. of those walls. It does. If you didn't know there was supposed to be a shrine there, no. you you could not uh, tell. Nope. Uh, so they've added some notices and some signage on there. It looks pretty good. Uh, and as Cheryl mentioned, uh, Squirt the Elephant is now missing. Uh-oh. Um, obviously taken out for a little bit of refurb. Yeah. And, you know, elephants can't stay forever in the water without getting fixed up. 
An inflatable version of Lucky the Pizza Dog from Hawkeye has arrived at Avengers Campus in California Adventure. That's right. I'm impressed that Cheryl knew this was from Hawkeye. But if you watch the Hawkeye series on Disney+, Plus, you may remember Lucky the Pizza Dog. Uh, well, there is an inflatable Lucky the Pizza Dog on top of the building at Avengers Campus. Now, the past couple of years, they've actually performed a Hawkeye-themed stunt show during right. the Christmas holidays. So that kind of makes sense. I don't know. You know, to me, nothing says Christmas more than an inflatable Lucky the Pizza Dog. It's not huge either. So he's just like up there. I don't know if it would really be that noticeable unless it's pointed out to you. Right. Unless perhaps it's part of the stunt show. And Maybe. It's, it's a little tough to get a real dog to sit there with a piece of pizza in his mouth. You think? I mean, it's t- it would be tough to get me to sit there with a piece of pizza <laughs> in my mouth. Just because you'd eat it or because you'd get bored of Because I would it. eat it. Oh, I see. That wraps things up in Disneyland, so let's head on out to Walt Disney World. All right, some out-of-this-world retro Tomorrowland posters have been refreshed after they had been faded in the Magic Kingdom. That's right. If you're familiar with the purple wall in Tomorrowland, you might have noticed that there are some retro tour posters uh, in that area. And, you know, in the Florida sunshine, they get bleached out. So uh, they have taken the opportunity to replace those posters. They're exactly the same posters Uh, And they're posters that originally hung outside of the Timekeeper attraction. Uh, They showcase the Timekeeper and his amazing time machine. That's pretty cool. Do you remember who the Timekeeper was voiced by? No. It was Robin Williams. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Now, I know you might have said that it was George Takoro, but that is the Japanese version. (laughs) Was was there a Japanese version? There is a Japanese version. Okay. And for the record, that Japanese version was never performed in Walt Disney World. It was in Japan. Right. I figured. Yes. Okay. All right, what's up next? Oh, back to our hard-hitting news at Tiana's Bayou Adventure, where even more greenery has been added. Well, you know why they're adding it. Why? So that they can change this hardened, craggy mountain into a moss-covered salt mine exterior. Yeah, it's going to take a little work. It is, and uh, it's going to give time for some of that greenery to grow because uh, the attraction is not slated to open until late 2024. Right, okay. There's something new on the Dumbo the Flying Elephant sign in the Magic Kingdom. What's that? Uh, there's uh, basically an advertisement. That's right. Um, Sensi is the new sponsor of Dumbo the Flying Elephant. So I like want to hate this and be all, I don't know, miserable about it because, you know, advertising on a ride. But this is something that's been happening for, I guess, since the beginning mm-hmm. of Disneyland. Right. That uh, different companies have sponsored rides. And it. It didn't happen for a while. I feel like it became a lot less prevalent. Yeah, a, a number of sponsors dropped out in the early 2000s mm-hmm. when we were going through some tough economic times. But it looks like, you know, this is a new one. So that's good. That's right. And and recently, I think Enterprise Rent-A-Car started sponsoring the uh, People Mover. Okay. Tomorrowland Transfer, uh, Transit Authority. So, you know, there there are some sponsors there. GM, of course, still sponsors Test Track. Right. Uh, so we do see sponsors come back occasionally. Um, Sensi has been the official scent of the uh, Magic Kingdom, of the Walt Disney World Resort for a while. And I know they've partnered with Walt uh, Disney World to put some of their scents out. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of want to walk up to the uh, Dumbo and be like, (laughs) is it scratch and sniff? Is is that elephant I smell? (laughs) Ew. Will will there be a Dumbo home scent that you can bring home? I know, right? Like they all, it's funny because they're sponsoring Dumbo, but like, is there a ride scent for Dumbo? No, like, wouldn't it make more sense to sponsor... Like the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion. Pirates of the Caribbean to get that musty smell. Well, or, it's something that they have a candle for. You know, Spaceship Earth to get that burning Rome smell. <laughs> Do you think... Is there a Spaceship Earth candle, you think? Probably. And it I probably wonder. smells like Rome burning. Probably. 
So if, if there isn't one, somebody should get on that I know, and credit us with the smell. idea. Thanksgiving week is a very busy time at Disney World, and that is being showcased by the fact that Genie Plus has sold out for the second day in a row at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. And what's amazing about this, uh, we've mentioned before the fact that Genie Plus has variable pricing, mm -hmm. uh, and it's based on the time of year and what the crowd levels are like. Um, but the pricing came out for this week, and it actually hit a new all-time high. Yeah, it's a it, lot. It hit thirty-five dollars. Yep. Uh, for the Magic, um, sorry, that was for multiple parks. That's if you hop. It uh, wasn't much less for the one park. It's also the same price for Magic Kingdom. Okay. So if you're going to do Magic Kingdom or hop, it's thirty-five dollars. Epcot was twenty-eight. Hollywood Studios was thirty-two, and Animal Kingdom was twenty-five dollars. Yeah, not cheap. And that's based on the amount of attractions and experiences that they have, and that you could utilize Genie Plus for. Right. So when you picture that Genie Plus is going to cost you thirty-five dollars a day, let's just say average family of four, mm -hmm. that's one hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. Now you want to do a Lightning Lane experience right. in each park. There's another twenty dollars. Yeah. Now you're up to two hundred and twenty extra dollars you've just paid. You know what that sounds a lot like? What? Universal's Express Pass. It does, yeah. So, and Universal's super expensive to go to. I don't know why they just don't, you know, charge an extra $200, give us the Express Pass, don't make us make, you know, wait in line or make reservations. Universal seems to have figured it out. You think so? I mean, they're just, Universal's just charging a fortune. Well, I don't like the, the amount they charge, but they have their system working out. There's nothing you have to do. You just get in the special line. Yeah, but they're charging even more than, I mean, their price is insane and they have the two different passes so the unlimited one yeah you just get in line mm -hmm. but the one that's one we've never done the one that's one attraction each time i don't right. even how that's do they keep cheaper. track of that yeah same probably the same a similar way that they keep track of the one that disney they World. recognize you they do yeah even more dates have sold out for the very merry christmas party there are only three dates left that's right the dates that remain are tuesday november 28th tuesday november 12th and I only see two dates on there, so it looks like it looks like since we uh, we got the stories that they've sold out another one. So last year, all of the Christmas parties had sold out by November twenty second, which looks to be a common theme because yeah. today is November twenty second. Okay, yeah, and who knows? I mean, this story is at least a few hours old. By the by, tomorrow morning they might be gone. You know, by right. the time people are listening to this show, they might all be gone. Correct. So really, if you didn't get tickets, it's your own fault because we've been saying for weeks yeah. to get your tickets. Yeah, we warned you. The sign for the 2023 Epcot International Festival of the Holidays has been installed at the park entrance. That's right. The Epcot International Festival of the Holidays presented by Advent Health kicks off this week on Friday on November 24th and runs through December 30th. So uh, the signage is up. The holiday signs are ready. The holiday kitchens are ready. Yeah. So ready for a festival. Wonderful. And talking about some possible updates to Animal Kingdom, Josh DeMauro has said that they are considering retheming the dinosaur ride into an Indiana Jones ride. That's right. This has been mentioned before. And there is an interview in Entertainment Weekly with Josh DeMauro, the Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman, uh, in which he talks about this blue sky concept. He says, nothing is set in stone, but this is where our heads are uh, when discussing updates to Animal Kingdom. Um, you know, in 2022, Disney shared a concept that was going to perhaps put Moana in Zootopia, where Dinoland USA is. 
However, at D23 this year, uh, they announced that they had switched gears and the area is going to be, uh, well, they're considering changing that area into a tropical America's land featuring Encanto, Indiana Jones, and quite possibly Coco. It's not that big a space. It's not, but they would take out where Dinosaur is. They would take out uh, where the um, Dino Land is, mm. where those little attractions are. So it is a sizable space. I'm yeah, assuming, assuming they would take out the Boneyard as well. Right. Uh, so there is a lot of space there, um, but uh, it will be interesting to see what they do. You know, California has their version of the Indiana, well, their version of the ride is Indiana Jones theme. So right. same ride system that Dinosaur uses, theme towards Indiana Jones. But that so was their first. The Indiana Jones one was first. And it's funny that now they're like thinking about bringing it back to what the original ride vehicle was used for. It was. Uh, it would be interesting to see um, how much of that ride if they do that how they can do it because you know it's a solid floor in florida and the one in california has pits and chasms yeah uh and you know there's rickety bridges it's very impressive the one in uh in disneyland although i remember being more impressed when we first went than when we just went back recently right um i don't know why i don't know if just like time and technology has jaded me a little bit Mm -hmm. but um you know it was still good but not i think we wrote it like Five times the right. first time we went. Right. I think it's a su- far superior version of the ride. I love Dinosaur. Don't get me wrong. There's so much more to see. Yes. The marquee sign for Eat by Manette Shuhan has been installed at Disney Springs. That's right. This restaurant is expected to open soon. It is in the marketplace section of Disney Springs. And what was it before? Um, Bongo's. No. Bongo's Darn. is where the summer house uh, is wait, going. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Wolfgang Puck Express. It was the Wolfgang Puck Express, correct. That is right over by Days of Christmas uh, and the Goofy Candy Company. It's also not too far from another one of my favorite little restaurants, Earl of Sandwich. Which is, yes, very good. The facade of Summer House on the Lake is finally fully viewable since they have taken down the construction walls. That's right. It's been under construction for a while over on the west side of Disney Springs. Uh, But as Cheryl mentioned, their facade has been revealed on one side as they have removed construction walls from the area. So that is fun. Uh, Additionally, they have announced more details about the Summer House on the Lake cookie bar, the Rose Cart, and brunch. Uh, while they still don't have an opening date, they have announced details. Uh, you want to tell folks about the cookie bar since I have a feeling you'll be stopping in there? I know. I'm pretty excited about it. The cookie bar is going to have oversized cookies, bars, and specialty flavors like sea salt chocolate chip, birthday cake, and vegan snickerdoodle. There's also going to be specialty cocktails like the Tropical Dreams, which will be available to go. That's nice. Yeah. So I mentioned the rose cart, uh-huh. but uh, what I didn't notice was the accent over the E, so it's the rosé cart. Oh. So they're going to have more than six rosé varieties, including their private label wine, Summerhouse Rosé, available for guests. Uh, the Summerhouse says that the cart will promise a taste journey with tart cherries and watermelon notes. Okay. Uh, also complementing the restaurant menu are spritzes, summery cocktails, fresh juices, and a curated California-centric wine list. <laughs> uh, they will offer a West Coast-inspired brunch on Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, it will be a Cali Mex brunch. The menu will include Mexican hash browns, breakfast pizza, breakfast tostadas, pancakes, waffles, salads, and sandwiches. Their lunch and dinner menus will include seasonal salads and entrees like herb chicken paillard, grouper fish and chips, and there will be a dedicated children's menu. 
the restaurant itself will have three bars, a dining room uh, and uh, that will be filled with natural light and greenery and construction walls, as we mentioned, are down. So just give us an opening date at this point. I know. Decorating is continuing at the resorts, including the Grand Floridian, where they just put up their tree. That's right. There's nothing better than Disney during the holidays. Uh, they have also put the giant tree and other decorations up in the Wilderness Lodge, which is impressive because that lobby is like six or seven stories it's tall. It's a great lobby for a Christmas tree. It's so wintry in there. It is. And the holiday decorations have also arrived at Disney's Riviera Resort, where they have a much smaller, maybe two-story tree. And uh, Garlands, wreath and, wreaths, and more, as well as, oh, look at the garland on the railing. No one's excited about the garland on the railing. No, but some of the hotels with the larger lobbies, uh, very, very impressive trees. Yeah. Uh, you know who else has a beautiful tree is uh, Coronado Springs in the tower. Because mm-hmm. that's a huge atrium. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes, it is. Um, and speaking of the holidays, over on the Disney Cruise Line, you know, we mentioned the other day that they have the new tree lighting ceremony. Well, back in May, when it was halfway to the holidays, Disney Cruise Line announced that there would be a new holiday party during the fleet. Uh, And the Mickey and Minnie's Holiday Party has kicked off on both the Disney Wish and the Disney Magic. Very fun. Uh, So that is a new stage show that takes place out on deck um, where we get festive cheer. I love to get festive cheer. Who doesn't? So I'll jump into entertainment news real quick. Uh, You have the good and you have the bad. Okay. Right? You take them both and there you have the facts of life. That's where the theme song goes. Yes. Um, But in the good, Dave Filoni has been named the chief creative officer of Lucasfilm. Uh, Dave Filoni has been heavily involved in Star Wars. He started directing the animated version of The Clone Wars back in 2008. Of course, he's been very heavy uh, in working, had a lot of uh, part in The Mandalorian, working Mm -hmm. with, um, I can't remember his name now. I don't know his name. He plays Happy in the Iron Man series. John Favreau, that's who it is, thank you. Um, (laughs) Sure. But Dave Filoni is going to work very closely with Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy uh, to create future Star Wars movies and shows. So that is great news. Um, But in bad news, Disney Plus has canceled The Muppets Mayhem after only one season. Why does Disney keep trying to bring The Muppets back? I don't know. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. Yes, people have, there is a following for The Muppets, um, but even I feel like even people who say they like the Muppets still do not watch these shows. You like the Muppets? <laughs> I do. Did but you I watch don't the watch show? Them, no. no. All right. What do you say we pop on over to Universal? All right. Um, painting has started on the mural on the wall behind the Minion Cafe. That's right. When the concept art was uh, released, it was uh, shown that there was going to be a giant mural on that wall. Um, the land officially opened back in August, right? And no mural, uh, but the mural has finally. Uh, begun work uh, like on that new blue wall. There's a tip of a banana on there so far. <laughs> right. I think it would be amazing if the wall was nothing but bananas. That would be extra a banana fun. Barrel. Well, I don't like bananas, so I'm not sure about that. All right. Speaking of signs. Universal Orlando shared a photo of the completed sign for their new DreamWorks land that is set to open in 2024. That's right. That area used to be known as the Woody Woodpecker Kids Zone before it closed. Um, but DreamWorks Land is set to open in 2024. Um, just like the concept art showed, the actual sign shows Shrek, Donkey, Trolls, and Poe uh, from Kung Fu Panda gathered around the DreamWorks logo. 
Uh, Donkey is holding the sign that says, welcome to our land. And Poe is holding a sign that says, welcome to, um, I'm sorry, join the awesomeness. All right. So it looks like uh, fun time is going to be there in this family-friendly area. Yeah, that'd be nice. What's going on in other travel news? Well, Black Friday is uh, just a few days around the corner, and uh, a lot of retailers have already started their Black Friday sales. Uh, cruise lines are not any different. They have also started to roll out their deals. Uh, many of the brands have dropped costs by quite a bit. That's right. Carnival Cruise Line has two sales uh, out this week. The first one is the pre-cyber early saver sale, up to 35% off cruise rates and deposits as low as $50 per person. Uh, and then the great rates room, great rates free room upgrade sale, thirty five percent off, and free room upgrades within the same category, but that's only for February through February of twenty twenty four. Celebrity Cruises is offering either a, a buy one get one rate of seventy five percent off or fifty percent off refundable bookings, uh, and that is also offering up to one hundred and fifty dollars per person uh, for onboard credit. Uh, Costa Cruises is offering sailings from $3.99 a person with a $100 onboard credit. Cunard is offering fares starting at $70.99 with $25 to $500 per person in onboard credit. Holland America is offering up to 30% off cruise fares uh, on top of prepaid, prepaid gratuities. Some European cruises qualify for a $500 air credit. MSC credit is offering uh, free Wi-Fi, I'm sorry, free drinks, Wi-Fi, and a $75 to $500 onboard credit along with a kids' sale-free promotion. Uh, Norwegian Cruise Line is offering a 50% off all cruises, as well as a free-at-sea promotion that includes unopen, unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, a $50 excursion credit, free Wi-Fi, and free third and fourth guests on select sailings. Um, Oceana Cruises, uh, now sailing out of Miami, has discounts of up to $5,400 per stateroom. And Princess Cruise Line is 50% off all fares. Um, and uh, 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 that's also uh, sorry. That's also applicable to their upcharge packages uh, that bundle things like Wi-Fi, beverages, and gratuities. Last one here is uh, Royal Caribbean's Black Friday deal, knocking thirty percent off each guest for new bookings with a kids' sale free promotion. Nice. All right, and one more Virgin Voyages taking thirty percent off sailings through twenty twenty four and adding a bar tab credit. So that's uh, that's a good deal. Good deals going on in the cruising arena over the next couple of days. If anyone wants to book one of those cruises, you can reach out to me, Cheryl Bonasso, at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. That's right. And cruise lines aren't the only places that have Black Friday sales. SeaWorld Orlando has a Black Friday option, uh, including one-day tickets, annual passes, and fun cards, as well as combo deals involving Aquatica and Bush Gardens Tampa Bay. So all sorts of discounts there that end on November 24th. Just go to SeaWorld.com. Uh, Discovery Cove is also offering 50% off experiences through the end of the year. You can find those on DiscoveryCove.com. Uh, fun Spot is offering season passes at a discounted price. You can go to Fun-Spot.com. Uh, Gatorland. Uh, annual pass deals uh, for 2024. Uh, that is available through November 26th. Gatorland.com, uh, Legoland, Florida, having sales on their four levels of annual passes. That's at Legolandflorida.com. And the Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex is selling a 13-month annual pass uh, at a 20% discount. So you can get that at kennedyspacecenter.com. Yeah, it's just, it's the time of the year where if you have plans to take a trip, Now's the time to just go ahead and book them because the prices really don't get any better than they do around Black Friday. This is this is the time to discount pretty much everything. That is true. 
So that's all we have for today. Just a reminder that we will not be on, uh, we will not broadcast on Friday. So everybody remember to watch on Sunday night, the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration on ABC Sunday night from eight to 10. We will be here next Monday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.